Yeah. Okay, we're live. Uh, back with the Adrian Bow podcast, episode 67. And I've got with me a very good friend of mine, Mr. Adrian Reed from Reed & Co in Noosa. Adrian, how are you doing, my man? I am absolutely fantastic. Um, huge thanks. Um, really looking forward to having a, a really great chat with you, mate. Pleasure, mate. Pleasure. You'd be um, certainly revered by many at the moment living in that beautiful part of the world in Noosa. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would love to get there and, um, and just can't at the moment. Yeah, look, it's a real gift. You know, we've been very lucky here and blessed in, in Queensland and especially in Noosa. Um, and, uh, and you're quite right, mate. There's a, um, you know, there's a real push for people to, um, you know, to come and, um, you know, make a move to our beautiful town. So um, we can talk yeah. a little bit about that later. Yeah, and I'm not surprised. Um, so um, for the listeners' sake, you know, um, I've had the pleasure of, um, of coaching you and your team, Adrian, and, and just for people who don't know about Reed & Co, they're an amazing boutique agency in Noosa. They've only been open for two years. Adrian has headed it up. He has been in the industry for a while. He's a Noosa local. Um, and it's a very slick, independent boutique operation. Um, stunning offices there. Um, and uh, I've been on a couple of occasions and, and done some coaching. Um, in the two years, they've done over $220 million in gross volume, which is very admirable, mate, from a, from a walk-up start. So it's a really uh, a great testament to you. There's only a small sales team of five. It's quite nimble, uh, but a very productive and, and profitable business. So, um, mate, yeah, tell us a little bit about a couple of years ago when you made the decision to, to, to go out on your own because a lot of people do uh, think about that, especially a lot of people listening to this. Um, and it, it's got a pluses and minuses as you know we're both being business owners and uh you know there, there's there's something to be said about just being an agent getting a good commission split listing and selling and buying investment properties and creating wealth that way but owning your yeah. own office is, is 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 it's not necessarily ego driven but it's just it's it's a very nice feeling to have skin in the game and to promote your own brand rather than sometimes a uh, a much bigger brand um uh, so yeah just tell us a little about your decision process um when when you did do this a couple of years ago yeah sure look i, I had um the benefit of um of having a uh, a childhood um that was completely surrounded by real estate so i felt like um you know my life i'd been immersed in in this real estate business for a long time before i ever um genuinely considered doing it um as a as a um a profession i am um, my father was one of the great agents here in town in noosa um as i was growing up and um, I didn't pursue that immediately. I went away and, and, um, and did uh, 15 odd years with fast moving consumer goods, Kellogg's and Carlton United Brewers. And it was actually my own transition back to Noosa um, that prompted the conversation around real estate. And um, I was lucky enough to, um, to get a really fast start with another agency in town. And, um, you know, we, we um, I worked very briefly with my father, kind of shook him out of retirement. And we, we spooled up together and got going and, and then we um, we backed him out pretty quickly, but um, you know that was a, a fantastic way to, you know, build profile quickly um, and and scale um, very very quickly. I think within, you know, the first three years, I'd sort of become a million dollar agent, one of the you know the biggest agents in town, um, and that just gave us tremendous amounts of confidence. It was at that point, um, you know, I'd, I'd very much um, realised and landed on the fact that I was going to be doing this for the rest of my life, and and um, 
and this was a pursuit that was um, delivering me tremendous amounts of um, reward, um, you know, certainly personally and professionally. And, and um, uh, the interesting sort of rub came when, you know, I felt like um, the business um, that I was in wasn't necessarily fit for the future. Um, I don't know that it embraced um, some of the real true intrinsic values that, um, that I highly valued from my previous um, sort of profession. And, um, and I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, we um, set something up for the, for uh, the next 20 years that um, was, um, yeah, I guess, like I say, fit for the future, nimble, tech driven. Um, mm. It was low on ego, high on collaboration, um, you know, celebrated agents, um, you know, and really created champions out of the people that, um, you know, are the fabric of the business. And um, the, the best way to do that was to start an agency fresh as opposed to try and adjust or change or, you know, mm. um, try and mould one of the existing agencies in town. So we, um, there, was a, there was a really nice little niche available in the marketplace to, you know, to spearhead straight into prestige and, and um, lucky enough to have some great people around me. Um, you know, some of those that you know very well. And, um, you know, that was a, a tremendous guide early in the piece. And, and we've, we've not looked back, mate. It's been pretty incredible. That's great. And when you did open the in, independent uh, office, did you consider a franchise group before you actually made the decision? Never. Never. Okay. And what was not, your not, thought not, process? Not, not, it was just, what, what, what was the thought process around that? Um, my, my belief around it is that... Um, the best of everything that's available is available to everyone. Right. Mm, so, mm, mm. Um, you know, you don't need, um, you know, a, a big brand for the best CRM system. You don't need a big brand for the most aggressive digital platforms. You mm. don't need a big brand for, for, um, you know, consistent improvement and continual improvement in SEO. And you don't need any of that, mate. You, you, you know, the truth is that, um, you know, any one of us with enough focus and concentration, you know, and, and two weeks in YouTube can figure out almost anything that you want. Right. So, um, you know, the, the, the reality is that the, 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 it's all available um, and it gives you tremendous freedom. Um, and none of those brands really spoke to me, mate, to be absolutely frank with you. I didn't, you know, there was nothing mm. in the marketplace that I thought was going to give me any significant advantage. So mm. um, we wanted to embed our brand within the heritage of, um, you know, of, of, um, my, I guess my, you know, generational lineage in town. Um, we wanted to, um, you know, spearhead straight into the prestige, into the marketplace. And Noose is a little bit an interesting place in that, um, you know, none of the um, the top agencies in Noosa are, in fact, um, you know, branded agencies or, or traditionally mm. branded agencies. It's not, you know, Ray White or, you know, McGraw or, or any of those guys aren't mm. really sort of, um, you know, the, the anchors in this marketplace. They're very much independent. So, mm. um, you know, it's a market that suits, um, you know, th that position as well. Yeah. It, it'd be remiss not to talk about um, recent events, obviously, with COVID. And, and for those who don't know, an extremely common migration um, of populace is uh, Victorians to Noosa, uh, either as a retirement or as a sea change. Um, yeah. Not dissimilar to like you know, Sydney to Gold Coast. Um, they're, they're quite yeah. similar. And, yeah. and a lot of people don't know that, that Noosa's made up, I don't know, you, correct me if I'm wrong, but probably 70, 80% of, of, of sort of non-locals. Um, would, that, yeah. would that be about right? Oh, probably right, mate. Probably 50%. Yeah. Probably you know, 50, like yeah. quite a bit of generational stuff here now. But, um, yeah. 
but you're right that you know it's always been built on on migration that's the truth you know so yeah. it started out as a small town in the 70s and it's, you know it's grown obviously well before that but um you know it's sort of its popularity um really took off um you know in and around that 70s surf culture and and um and then that's probably refined somewhat since then um mm. but um yeah you're quite right it's you know it's relied heavily on migration of um of you know of funding from you know from from outside markets and then also um you know obviously uh, intellect that's come into town as well i think mm. yeah and and given recent events from what i understand uh your market which is called let's call it prestige which would be mm. sort of three to three to 12 million i suppose yep. you know in that sort of range yeah, right. um yep. from what i understand you've had growth in pricing since COVID, or or at worst definitely a, 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 a firmness of interest at that range and anecdotally i'm hearing um pro- property selling sight unseen from victorians like just yeah to talk us through yeah. the myths the myths that we're hearing and, and, and yeah yeah exactly yeah sure if you could um look there's a few things that, that are happening here um the there's segments within the market that are performing exceptionally well um what, and, and then there's others that are sort of um, that are stalling somewhat. So I think if you're a if you're a market that's relying on downsizes, I think that the uncertainty in the marketplace and uncertainty around COVID has definitely put the brakes on some of those sort of life moves. Whether you're, you're moving out of a bigger home into a smaller home, you know, if you're moving out of your home into a retirement home, whatever those things are, they've definitely mm. been put on the back burner. And mm. that would be pretty consistent with what we saw during the GFC as well, where, mm-hmm. where uncertainty actually stops people from making decisions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, the tightness of inventory then also has a, a sort of um, uh, a, a bit of a backup pressure on, on people not wanting to release their property because they don't know where they're going to go to. So I think there's mm-hmm. a certain amount of um, transitional change that stopped. Um, mm-hmm. I think that um, uh, if you, the investor market has definitely been a little bit tighter and, and mm-hmm. tougher. Um, I think that lending into particular segments is, um, has become a little bit tougher. Um, that's the tough. Um, the the, the um, very strong to outstanding um, has really been either um, families making um, really significant lifestyle choices and moving away from densely um, populated urban areas to... Mm-hmm coastal sea change, tree change um, locations and, and nooses sort of benefited from that overall move. Um, and that, that can be families in the price range of anywhere between, you know, six, seven, 800,000, um, which might be second home buyers and things like that, um, right through to, you know, I, th- I just sold a, um, you know, a waterfront three and a half mil um, sight unseen to, you know, Melbourne family um, mm-hmm. with three kids trying to get into private schools and bits and pieces. So, um, you know, so, so that family movement, um, you know, there's been a, a freedom allowed to people um, to um, work remotely, uh, work from home, uh, be leaders of businesses uh, that, not, that don't necessarily have to be immersed within that business. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's allowed them to really think about where they want to live. And, and Nusa certainly jumps right to the top of that list. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then there's definitely... Um, you know, people uh, in the top end of the t- in, in the market that are buying and acquiring holiday homes. Um, that's probably been one of the most exciting segments within the marketplace, and we've seen a real renaissance of you know family holiday acquisitions um, 
And that's largely because, um, you know, a lot of the international travel plans um, have ceased and, mm. you know, if you've got a super yacht in the med and you can't use it. Um, what, what, you know, where are you going to go on your next couple of holidays? And I mm. think that um, as extreme as that sounds, um, we've, uh, we've seen some eye-watering sales, both on the waterfront, the beachfront, um, in sort of prestige locations around Little Cove that have, um, that have certainly set new benchmarks um, for, um, you know, those holiday, those aspirational holiday positions within, uh, within Noosa. Interesting. So if you looked at the boom for Sydney, it would be the peak would probably be November last year. And then obviously we, we had a, a COVID anomaly and we've recalibrated here in pricing, but and in, anecdotally we've actually seen a bit of a spike in, in, in the housing market, not so much in the apartment market. Would you say if you had to put a percentage on any increase post COVID for, you know, the average sale price of say three to 5 million, for example, what, what percentage would you, would you allocate? I think eight or 9%. Really? Between COVID to now, which would probably extrapolate out to be a, you know, a fairly significant um, double digit jump, you know? So I think that we'll probably be a year in April next year looking at, you know, 12, Mm. 14% growth. You know, I think um, that's fair to say, you know, like a $4 million property pre COVID would have, you know, would, would see, um, you know, would see a four and a half now. So, um, you know, I think that that's, um, you know, yeah, $3 million property pre-COVID is probably a three, four now. So we we were right up there. It's, it's been, um, it's been staggering to be absolutely frank with you. Um, And a lot of those acquisitions have been sight unseen right through the price range. Um, So I think we've sold over $30 million worth of stock completely sight unseen um, since April. And that, that's obviously from Vic, Metro Victorians who just haven't have the luxury or don't have the luxury of actually physically, in, you know, viewing the home, but, but yeah. obviously want to secure it. So what's your process um, you're doing? Is, are they, are they got a representative here or is it all on video no. and then you're video. sending it? What, what, what does it look like? So, oh, look, look it's, it's a content game, right? So, so our, our, th- those buyers are both Victoria, Sydney now and, um, right, and, okay. the, and, and they've ex- actually been expats as well. So mm-hmm. uh, Hong Kong, Singapore, UK, um, US as well. So um, right. yeah, it's certainly, it's certainly right across the board. There's not, it's not just Victorians that are trying to exit. So, right. um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty around the place and people are trying to retreat um, back mm-hmm. to the place that they want to call home for the long term. So Noose mm-hmm. is certainly right at that, that top of that list. So what, mm-hmm. what do we do? Um, mate, we, we did a few things. Um, we, we're probably a little bit ahead of the game to start with around our content creation. Like I think that we we're always very focused on film. Mm-hmm. Um, we did change the format of our film. Um, so we, we, we went to a, um, a slower, more methodical sequence. So we, um, you know, about, and, and it was much more um, um, information based delivery. Um, yep. So people could really understand the home, the flow, the sequence, um, you know, um, working a little bit more around locality and position um, mm-hmm. We leapt into 3D aerials um, as well, which was really interesting because people could choose their own adventure a little bit like Google Earth right on mm-hmm. top of the property. Mm-hmm. Um, we moved really immediately to everyone jumped into brand new iPhones. Um, we all grabbed, um, you know, these DJI gimbals um, and we made sure we tested every single, um, you know, format, whether it be Zoom, FaceTime, you know, WhatsApp to get the best video delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, I think we, we really just refined the art of, um, of the hand self on, on, 
on one-on-one cells with um, with video conferencing. So right. um, we've sold properties, mate. Look, some of the experiences have just been absolutely sensational. Where you might have a you know a, a family looking for a six, seven, eight, nine million dollar property in their in their holiday home in Sorrento you know, on the, the couch, you're now blipped up onto the 85 inch screen, you know, and you're doing a, you know, a, a video tour, um, you know, and you've got everyone, you know, you can see back at them because you, the iPad's sort of looking back at you, you know, like wow. looking back at them on the couch and it's, it's all interactive and they're asking questions and the whole thing, um, wow. you know, is just, it, it's been sensational, mate, honestly, um, some yeah. of the great, the great sales that we've done over the last three months, three or four months, um, you know, have been, have been wonderful. And we, you know, like obviously the next piece is these guys getting to come and enjoy their properties, which is going to be tremendously exciting for us. Yeah, absolutely. And how's it felt like, obviously, you know, traditionally it's just not the way that we've sold real estate, you know, like it's an open house or it's a one-on-one. And I mean, how did it feel when you were, were you sort of just immersed in that technology and, you know, it was really by partly by design sounds like, cause you're ahead of the curve, but, but, but really by, by default, um, like was there resistance from clients saying, look, geez, that's a lot of money to pay without actually me being, you know, there with you. Um, And and how did you overcome it? Like there must've been some, some really um, personalized um, reassurance having to take place. And, and, and this is where trust and confidence, as you know, I'm a big believer in trust and confidence as, as a, as a formula um, that actually is the conduit between all clients, whether it's a buyer, seller, Mm. tenant, landlord, whatever. So, I mean, that trust and confidence piece must've just been huge. Huge, you know, and, and, and that's not easy to develop and, and, and evolve. So, yeah, did you find that, that that played a huge role? Huge role. So, so um, one of the one of the like I guess the the real intrinsic advantages that that um, that we had or I had in particular within um, within the agency is that we've got very strong market share within a relatively small patch, right? So um, you become the you're the expert. Yeah, you're very much the trusted expert in that space, and and um, then every other touch point around you um, meshes up beautifully with the conversation that you're having. So whether it be your your Insta, um, your your social, your LinkedIn, your you know every element that um, that they can connect with to ver- verify and validate your your story and your and your knowledge um, mm. needs to to sing from the same hymn book. And mm. um, make no mistake, people. Um, in the absence of being face to face, we're doing every element of research that they could. So, you know, you need to do more homework and then deliver them easier to consume content around the market. So they mm. understood um, you needed to um, be um, absolutely transparent in all elements of your, um, you know, visible profile, whether that mm. be on social, you know, whether it be on your, you know, your web, your LinkedIn, your uh, rate, my agent, whatever it is that, mm. that, you know, that, t- that ultimately the touch points. Um, mm. And, um, and then you need to, um, you know, to spend time and coerce, you know, and, and give them confidence that this is a process. Now, you know, we, we really quickly created some social proof um, mm. around people making acquisitions virtually. Mm. Um, and that gives people great comfort around that process. But I think, um, mm. yeah, like, like confidence and trust, you know, look at all of the elements that create confidence and trust and make sure that you're, you know, very focused on, on um, being consistent across many, many platforms. Yeah. And what's one thing that you were forced to implement that you will continue to implement perpetually, even if 
if and when COVID um, vanishes or evaporates? Um, I think that um, I think the use of video conferencing and mm. and um, you know to, to 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 speed up the process for people, mm. um, you can get a lot of information across to someone mm. um, and and not have them be right in front of you. You know, yeah. Um, and I think that we've all learned that, right? You can have vendor meetings not face to face. You can yep. have um, you know, you can have buyer meetings in homes and you mm. can do it very efficiently. Um, mm. And I think that you can, you can be um, of great service to your, um, to your clients, mm. Um, mm. buyers and sellers um, by utilizing the technology that's available. Now um, it's become um, totally acceptable um, to, to do it, to do it that way. Yes. Um, and I think it's allowing people to transact faster, cleaner, um, mm-hmm. and uh, with, with great confidence, um, it'll stay, you know, that, that won't change. I think that that's, um, you know, it's critical. I think that, um, you know, market data and transferring knowledge, um, from agent to buyer, um, mm. has never been more critical. Um, mm. and especially with the market that's moving up. Yep. Um, because, you know, the, by the time they're sifting around realestate.com on the solds, it's, it's, you know, it's three months later, they're long settlements, whatever it is, you know, the mm. data that they're using to determine value of the future um, is, is now becoming irrelevant. So, mm. um, you know, the, the, the information that you have um, becomes the currency that creates the great results in the future. And, mm. um, you know, you need a way to convey that information very clearly and, um, and, and quickly um, so that you can give people confidence that they need to, you know, invest at that level. Um, so I think that that's, um, that, that will definitely stay. Um, mm. And uh, the, the way that we deliver that information that, that, and the style of that um, is clean and crisp and easy to consume, um, you know, becomes really critical. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, um, you know, I think technology's done nothing but um, support our industry. Unfortunately, there's many industries where technology has not only disrupted the industry, but has completely disintermediated industries. You know, mm. um, I remember I'm old enough. You're probably not, mate, but I'm old enough to remember. You know, starting in real estate with no email, no um, no internet. <laughs> you know, and your CRM would be like a, a little little box of cards, and um, you know, you'd have post notes all over the place you know in the office to send people messages and stuff so um and i remember you know all all the internet did and the rea and domain portals was was reduced days on market all email did was 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 you know help expedite um communication and and also reduce days on market you know because you'd literally have to you know book an ad in the local paper and that'd take 10 days and then someone asked for a contract and you'd post that that'd take two days so it's it's incredible how technology has done nothing but help our industry that doesn't mm. seem to be any any imminent interruption um uh taking place you know as as potentially predicted maybe a few years ago i think the role of the agents is going to be, will become more and more critical yeah you know, i think great agents will become even even more valued um and and more in demand um mm. as time goes on i think that I think that lower value transactions and, and, you know, agents that offer less value to their clients will become irrelevant and there'll be ways that technology, you know, technology can, you know, can deal with those transactions without people. But 
Mm. Um, certainly when you look at, you know, in the, in the high value areas um, that they want to be dealing with um, someone, they want to go through that, that process um, and be, um, you know, really adequately serviced, um, you know, and, and they value your, 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 um, your insights and what you can offer um, because they're making really significant investments. So I think, um, you know, I, I don't see, um, you know, in, in the immediate future, any, anything that will, um, you know, completely turn uh, our game on its head. But I think that um, if, if you're slow to embrace um, the technology that's available, then, um, then you will um, frustrate the marketplace. So I think it, there's mm. definitely going to be pressure on um, for, for, for people to be um, right on top of the game. Mm. Yes, that's interesting. So the myths are true. Anecdotally, people are buying property sight unseen, but not just from Melbourne. It seems like what you're talking about, about is, is, is a form of globalisation. Um, mm. And and if anything was ever going to interrupt our industry, it could have been that, but it's actually quite the opposite because someone still had to stand there with the camera or the video or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and, and assure the client that, you know, this is, this is, this is the outlook. This is the area, you know, the, this, yeah. is, this is the bedrooms. This is, this is what the lifestyle offers and, and your own immediate IP of the Noosa market. I mean, no one can replicate that. So it's probably going the opposite direction of, of the agent Completely. playing even, even a, in a bigger role. So yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, mate, as I said, I've, I've been really fortunate to, to work with your group. I love your group. You know, you guys are sponges. You just, you take on all, <laughs> all the coaching and the implementation. And, uh, you know, I was, uh, we, we were lucky to be introduced through it through a mutual friend and, uh, mm. you know, I've spent a few days you know, with you guys and, um, it's, it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, what, what's a couple of the things that, you know, uh, I advocated and, and, and taught, with the team that 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 has remained and you guys have, have benefited from i love um some of the some of the really simple conversations that were had through that training that just continue to permeate through the business one in particular is um i remember you said it to me early um we'll, we'll, we'll be doing prospecting session on sunday right so be prepared <laughs> bring your list and i was Honestly, I told myself 15 times that this yeah. is just shit. My, you know, like my people, <laughs> my buyers, myself, they won't, they don't want to hear from me on a Sunday. You know, this is just ridiculous. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, as the leader, I could never have those conversations out loud, but I can yeah. tell you they were ringing true in my head. And, and um, anyway, we got down there and, and uh, we, we, we punched out a, 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 um, a prospecting session on a Sunday. And I, I tell you, you know, like three appraisals, three appraisals later and, you know, probably a sale out of that, that, you know, that 35 minute session on a Sunday, um, you know, and your words ringing so true in my head, which were, that is just, is that just a story you're telling yourself or is that a fact, you know, is that just a a story you're telling yourself because it's convenient to do that and you don't actually have the courage to do the things that you actually know that you need to do to get the results. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I, I couldn't even recount the, many, the, the amount of times that we've, you know, that, that, that conversation has been played back from each independent member, you know, mm. going, well, just wait for a sec. Devil's advocate is, you know, let's all be honest here. Let's pull mm. our big point, but big boy pants on. Is that a story you're telling yourself or is, you know, yeah. is that the truth? You know, so I think, yeah. um, you know, it allows us to really kind of sense check ourselves and, and, and the team love it, you know, and, and, um, and it's a healthy way to challenge your thinking and, and, um, and really kind of pressure test whether that's true or not. But, you know, like ultimately, um, yeah, that, that's something that, um, that hasn't left our business. I think that there's so many things, but, you know, I think, um, 
you know, getting, getting rhythms and systems around, around your prospecting. Um, mm. So mm. to turn them from, um, you know, from prospecting drives into habits and behaviors, um, mm. you know, take, takes a tremendous amount of commitment. And, mm. um, you know, I think that, um, you know, that, that has had a really positive impact and, you know, it can have an immediate impact. And, you know, it was a conversation that I had, um, in the, in the sales meeting this week on Tuesday, which is, you know, we're entering into a really interesting time. You know, it's almost like springs running late. Um, mm. You know, the prospecting that we're doing now is going to be, you know, the, um, the fortune, um, you know, um, that we, you know, that we can serve to our vendors, um, you know, later in the year. And it'll, it, and, and the harder that we work now, the, you know, the better outcomes that we can deliver, um, mm. you know, in, in two or three months. And, and ultimately, don't look at the end. Don't look at the goal. It's going to be there. The results mm. will be there. Uh, I mm. can guarantee you that what you need to do is, you know, really focus on the, the really genuine conversations um, that you need to have in the next, you know, three weeks and mm. our agency and you, you know, our team will have the, the best end of, of, uh, of 2020 you could ever imagine. So, um, mm. you know, people are hungry for great results here now. Um, you know, there's mm. a real appetite um, to get into the market and get um, amongst the market and, um, you know, I think the work that's done over the next couple of weeks here is uh, is going to set set up um, a, an extraordinary end of the end of uh, 2020. The borders open here. The, the, I'll tell you, this, the, there'll be um, there'll be lineups um, <laughs> down streets to get into open homes. I think you know. I, I can imagine. Now that's music to my ears. That <laughs> um, you guys are still uh, implementing that that framework. For for those who don't know, my my framework is the four S's. So if you're stuck in any way whatsoever, you've got to review why. And usually it's your state, story, strategy, or skills. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and that that's obviously what I taught you guys. And mostly it's your story. Sometimes it can be your state, so your energy's flat. Sometimes it can be your skill set. Um, um, you know, sometimes it can be lack of strategy, business plan, or whatever. But mostly it's a story that you've told yourself. And um, yeah, I, I knew on that day, man, that Sunday, I said, get your phones out. We're gonna we we will we will book face to face as I guarantee you. And um, everyone was 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 a bit uh, uh, cautious and thinking, oh, no one wants to hear me on uh, from a Sunday. And it was I was amazed how many of your agents were like, man, people were like, you know, so happy to talk to me, you know. And it yeah. actually it actually surprised me that some of your agents had that story because Noosa is such a lifestyle sort of seven day a week sort of cruisy place um, and uh, it just goes to prove that that the stories are in your head you know they they're they're not they're not necessarily um, uh, fact you know that that sometimes we can just repeat them over and over ad nauseum and we start to believe it you know so I've got a theory as you know mate that anything's possible you know if you if you put your mind to it absolutely anything's possible so yeah I look forward to to to, to more of those sessions mate for sure um, absolutely absolutely they're invaluable yep <laughs> so mate as as we start to wrap up like it's been it's been you know awesome just getting you know your insights um, from a part of the world that's probably the well, part of Australia anyway that's probably the least affected and 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 the most in demand but there is a downside as you said with with the lack of stock because if you're if you're an incumbent Noosa person like you ain't giving up your 
your castle anytime soon because you think, mate, of, of, of you know, the, the big red balls dropped in the backyard here, mm. Um, mm. you know, for, for a market that was potentially perceived as a, a um, uh, sort of a leisure market or a tourist destination mm. um, or a secondary market. So is that going to be a challenge moving forward? You know, like the tightness of stock. I think again, you know, it's interesting because that's the that's the one that I kind of play out. You know, when people go, the inventory's tight, inventory inventory's tight. You know, and I'm like, hang on a minute. You know, is that a story you're telling yourself, or is it that you're not offering solutions to you, you know to your clients? Because mm. ultimately, you know, unless you've exhausted all of the opportunities for them, whether that be door knocking the type of prop, you know property that they they are looking for to to turn them mm. into sellers, then you know that 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 presents two opportunities to sell, right? So so I think. Um, yeah, sure. Um, you know, I, I think uncertainty will, will will definitely press pause on people's actions, um, mm. but it, it allows um, great agents to have you know conversations that will you know will, will enable them to um to move forward. So, mm. you know, and and you know, I think that agents that lack foresight and only go for the sell, um, you know, and don't offer a full full you know full end to end service will um you know, will be the ones that get left behind. So I think, um, I think it just plays into, it plays into the hands of, um, of agents um, who have um, a bigger, a bigger view, um, you know, a, a bigger game um, and a longer term view around, around servicing, you know, clients and making clients, you know, lifelong advocates. So mm. um, I think you definitely have to work harder, mm. um, but the rewards will be much greater um, because it's, um, you know, because if it is, it is a little bit difficult to get stock, then, you know, um, building market share and momentum um, is the greatest gift um, that you could ever get uh, in, mm. in, an, in a market when there's, when, you know, when the stock is tight. So, mm. um, you know, I think, I think um, it just, for me, it just presents lots of great opportunities, you know? Um, yeah. And, um, and I think that people um, have a choice at how they look at, uh, how they look at that um, mm. situation. But objectively, if you feel that that prices have moved, say, 8%, and even though mm. you as a business may have maintained market share, has, okay. has general available volume of sales dropped? No question. Yeah, yeah volume, volume yeah. sales has, yeah. has dropped. Yeah. Our market share is increasing. Yeah, got, um, it. got it. Dramatically. So our yeah. volume stayed. We're, we're in growth. We're, we're yeah. up 59% versus last year from... Yeah. from uh, from April to August, and we had a record month in in August. I think about thirty three, thirty five million bucks. So, yeah. um, you know, for us, it's just about growing market share, irrespective, you know, of, of the market conditions. Um, mm. And we, we've demonstrated that we can do that. In fact, you know, no, we've outgrown um, all of our competitors in, in the marketplace over the same mm. period of time. So. Um, yeah, I'm not sure that helps. helps it it answer, does. But, it does help hmm. it very much because it displays to the audience, Adrian, that um, you know the this story. Let's call it a story where yeah. a lot of agents are, are kicking stones, saying, "Oh, but volume, volume is down," volume. and that's true. That 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 is hmm. that is a true a story, right? It's a fact. Yeah. However, however, you can increase your own personal market share, and if you increase yeah. your own personal market share. And remember that we're a transaction business. We are not a business that's dependent on interest rates. We're not a, de a business that's dependent on high or low prices. We're not a business that's dependent on any external factors, globally or nationally. We're, we're a business that's dependent on you increasing your market share despite 
what the available volume of sales are. So mm. you, that's it's a critical message, absolute critical message to anyone listening to this is that, sure, Adrian's in, in Noosa, he's in a great part of, the, of, of, of Australia, but general volume sales are down, but his personal and company's market share has grown. So um, anything is possible. And that's just a critical message because otherwise people will continue to use that as a cop out and say volume's down, price, you know, investors are being hit, you know, whatever, the, whatever the, these excuses and stories people come up with, and they, they will tell that to themselves, they'll tell it to other clients, buyers, and, and suddenly it starts to be contagious. Um, yes, and where, it perpetuates. Yeah, yep. where it doesn't need to be. So that, that, I think that's, that's an outstanding, you know, you guys are saying you're up over 50%, you know, in, in, a, in a market that sure has had the luxury of some price increase, but mm-hmm. tightening, tightening of, of stock and volume of sales. So I think that's that's a critical message. Um, for, for me, mate, it's it's about um, it's about cherishing, you know, and and really honouring the listing when you get it, mm. because you know if inventory is tight, that that's fine. That's a fact. Mm. That means that there's going to be more buy demand for that inventory. Mm. It means that um, future sellers are going to be hanging on your result. Um, it means that um, as you build momentum, others lose momentum. As you build market share, others lose market share. Mm. Um, it presents a far greater opportunity to build your own personal brand in the marketplace than a market where there's abundance and there's lots of stuff, you know? So um, if, if, it depends on whether you're the hunted or, 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 or you're hunting, you know? And, and I think that, um, you know, for someone to turn their results around, this is actually, if, if you were, if you are hungry and you wanted to build your personal brand, I actually don't think there's a better time to do it. Mm, mm, I agree. And I think the lowest hanging fruit, which agents unfortunately um, either ignore, dismiss or become lazy around um, is past clients. Because the beauty with past clients, if you've sold a house to someone, what a per- and especially, and, 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 and most people are experiencing you know, lower volume, lower stock levels, lower everything. Yeah. If you call your past yeah. clients, there's a couple of things that people don't realize. Number one is, you don't need to go and see the house because you've actually, you, you already know it because you sold it to them. Yeah. Two is you can give them an instant um, appraisal or value over the phone. Um, three is it's, it's a reason to call them and say, did you know that since you bought your house uh, and you paid X, it's actually worth this much now. Um, and, and, and for a lot of people, that would be quite a surprise. Um, that mm. they, especially if it's been in the last two to five years, for example, but even if you've got clients dating back 10 years, um, you know, I recall your house. How's it going? How's the family? Um, you know, you know. Did you know that I don't even need to see the house? But tell me if you, if you have put a new kitchen in, tell me, or if you've done some landscaping, tell me. But uh, did you know that this is what it'd be worth? Wow! And they'd say, "Is that is that right?" And and then you know, I don't like the term progressing sellers, which is sort of trying to you know create a sale where there's nothing. But you know, if someone had half an appetite to to sell, you know, that's when an ideal opportunity would be. Well, I've actually got you know, as long as it's true, which 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 in your case it would be. Um, you know, I've actually got buyers that are seriously looking for that price range. Obviously, they need to see the home to see if it suits them. But I've actually got. But would you? Is there a number you would consider? Um, and they're I like, think there's, a, there's there's even one more step in that, Adrian, where you're going. You know, if, if you were to make a move, where 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 would you go? You know, what, mm. what what's an ideal solution for you? You know, mm. let mm. me let me understand what that is because if, if I've got you know if I've got 
you know, a crystal clear view around what that looks like. When I see it, I can call you straight away mm-hmm. because what I can tell you is there's going to be buy demand for your property. I guarantee you that, you know, yeah. there's low inventory, there's lots of buyers, everyone's trying to transition. That's fine. There's a great result in your, you know, for your, for your particular property. Help me understand what your next move and help me understand how I can help you. You know, if, if that was, if that was something you were considering. And, mm-hmm. and I think once you do that, you're now going into being an advocate for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then you, you'll serve them with the sale, you know, mm-hmm. um, so there's, you know, I think, I think there's, yeah, there's great opportunities around this, this type of market. If you've mm. got a, a mindset of service and um, yeah, you're right. Like on, honestly, the, you know, I literally had this exact same conversation with Kate Cox, one of my, you know, mm. outstanding agents here in, mm. in the agency, mm. um, which was, let's, let's get hungry. Let's go back and, you know, it's time, it's time for, for servicing your existing clients. It's time for those calls mm. and, Mm. and ultimately um, go you know they're all warm they're great they you know absolutely. they're great contacts they're raving what a fans already a day. raving yeah. fans you know and it's just insanity when i talk and coach to agents and and um they're like, oh, i'm spending you know this on dl cards or so social mm-hmm. media which is all fine um in, yeah, in, in sure. isolation but it's like how many how many sales have you had in your career i don't know we'll just call it 90 well when's the last time you actually mm. called some of them so, oh, a few years ago it's like that's just the definition of insanity you know it's just like well let's let's do both do 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 your mm. traditional lead generation stuff um but i mean and orphaning those past clients is is literally insanity they they like you they know you um they've talked about you um you know and to receive that call just to touch base and just see how going with with zero expectation of 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 any remuneration or anything um it's probably going to evolve into something that turns into remuneration at some point because they might be like oh i wasn't thinking about selling for another couple of years and then you might say well why is that and you say oh you know I i thought you know by then it'll probably be worth x well you know, what about, what about if there was a buyer at X today and what about if the settlement could be eight months or something? You know, like there's always, if you are creative and you're nurturing and you're guiding and you've got that trusted advisor, high intent approach, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There, there's, there's solutions and there's deals to be done there. Um, and, you know, you, you look at off market transactions like that, plus your, your, your on market campaigns, which is generating profile for yourself. That's when you start really cracking the code and being a high volume agent spot on yeah so it's interesting that's been great Absolutely. mate we um i really appreciate your time adrian and um looking forward to uh to visiting you soon as soon as those borders are open mate i'll be i'll be the first one there as you know i cannot wait cannot <laughs> wait to have you back mate so um have a yeah, couple look, of those uh, gin and tonics that we had last time Exactly. There's no better spot. In fact, I've actually adjusted the office. So I've got a little gin and tonic bar at the front here now. Watch the sunsets and uh, and just reflect on some of those great deals. But um, mate, uh, just a just a fabulous chat. Really love your insight. Always do. And um, you know, really appreciate the opportunity to get on and have a have a uh, a really good conversation. So um, mate, uh, mate, thank you very much. No, it's, it's you know, it 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 is it is quite um. Uh, specific in my selection in terms of you know who I get on the podcast and mm-hmm. one thing el- everyone has in common that I do ask is that they've got this altruistic approach to the business where they love giving back and I know that you're one of those people I mean you know n- neither of us get paid to do this um, people that are listening are either at the beginning of their career or, or maybe they're out of momentum or whatever it might be and if there's just one thing they can take away and implement into their business and help them 
um, and we don't even know about it and it just happens. I just know karmically that's just a beautiful thing for you and I. And, I, I, and that's why I, I, I'm very specific who I select because I know that you, like all the uh, predecessors on this podcast and everyone going forward, is someone who loves giving back to the industry. And, mate, I, we appreciate that. And if anyone is in Noosa, please look Adrian up, look him up, hit him up on socials, Reed & Co. Um, they've got a great business, great setup there, beautiful office, and I'm sure they'd have a very welcoming... Um, 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 you know, um, you know, gesture to you if you uh, knocked on the door. So absolutely, no, we, we would love that. Um, you know, we, um, you know, it's one of those things, mate. You, you've got a wonderful sense of um, abundance um, mm. around the way that you think. Your mindset is very much driven around abundance, and it's and it comes across immediately. And um, and it's certainly one of the things that I've taken away. Uh, from the time that we've spent together and, and look to deploy, um, you know, in every element of my life, but certainly in this real estate space and um, made it's, uh, it's been a great pleasure. I'm happy to answer, you know, for those that are agents that are trying to grow their business, the, mm. if they're, um, if they're trying to build their profile, then I'm, uh, I'm always available and pretty easy to find and, um, you know, happy to share the story and uh, share some insights. So um, yeah, absolutely. Um, love to see, you know, any little contribution I can make into people's success stories, I'm, you know, happy to share as much as I can. That's brilliant, mate. Be careful what you wish for. We had over a thousand downloads last week on this. So just be, <laughs> your phone might be running off the hook, but now I, I know you mean what you say. So, um, yeah, and, and there, there would be people, mate, that would, would probably want to reach out, you know, because there's people at crossroads in their career. There's people out of momentum. You know, I've got a lot of Melbourne clients that I work with uh, as agents and a lot, a lot of them are in, in, in a, in a challenging headspace, you know, um, mm. And then there's there's as other agents which which are thriving. So there, there's quite the dichotomy there. And um, hopefully, as an industry, we you know common sense will prevail and we'll all link arms and move, move forward. So, mate, again, appreciate appreciate your contribution as always. And mate, I will definitely be seeing you very very soon, mate. Yeah, great, mate. Excellent. Have a great afternoon. Okay, listeners, Adrian Reed, the man, uh, Noosa, king, king of, mate, the, the, the mayor of Noosa, I call him. <laughs> All right, listeners, take care. Adrian, peace out, my man. You appreciate it. Excellent, mate. Take care. Cheers. See you guys. Bye. Bye.